0: foe party and X Files podcast. I'm Erin. I'm Julia, and today we are starting season two. Oh my god! With little green men, Erin. This episode is so good. I'm so excited. We are starting season two really strong. Whew, there's a lot to talk yay, about. Yay. But How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah. I'm I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm good. good. I'm very excited about this. <laughs> Me too. I feel like. I don't know, feel, like, rejuvenated. Yeah, a little and bit. And, like, there were so many low points of season one. Yeah. And also just, like, a lot of things that, like, we had to figure out, Um, not even, like, related to the show, but just, like, figuring out how to record separately and doing all these things. And I just feel like season two is going to be really good. Yeah. We've updated our artwork. Now it's more, like party. It's super fun. <laughs> we uh, Julia has been cranking out merch and different designs, so we're excited about that. Our we, sound quality is so much better. We uh, season 2 is going to be okay. And as long as I keep feeding Porter a snack every 3 minutes, I don't think he will attack me today. Yes,
1: we have equipped Aaron with with so some defense dreams. mechanisms, and so far it's working.
0: The Unintended side effect is that Porter wants to be around me more, which, which makes me really nervous. But I think if I just keep feeding him, he will not Yeah, around we'll me. throw them very far away. Yes. So, so if you just hear a little like, if you, actually, you'll probably hear Porter just jump off the bed. Hey. More, what's going to happen? Hey, now. Well, yeah, we're talking he about you. Has lost weight. He's doing great. You're still going to hear him. He he's just large. He's half my body
1: size. Okay, everyone, listen up. <laughs> I don't know if that we'll have to see if it registered.
0: We'll see. Alright, should we get into it? Um
1: Yeah. Let's fucking go. We also have green lights on.
0: Yes. I like why haven't we done this before? I don't know. What? I don't think it's been this dark. Like oh, yeah, when we've started, that's true. I mean, except for the other night when we recorded super late. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's like a little a bit after seven thirty, but unfortunately, summer is winding down. So unfortunately, I saw, like a couple days ago, that that was like the last eight o'clock sunset that we'll have. I just really like having the long days, though. I don't like the heat, but I wish that we could have it yeah. stay light out for as long as it does in the summer, but with the temperature of fall. Yeah. That would be ideal for me. I think
1: we have to move to the West Coast. Okay. That's fine with me.
0: I'm, I'm here for that.
1: Also, if my calculations are correct, we probably have a lot of new listeners this week, so
0: Hopefully. that will be
1: fun. We <laughs> you hit- here
0: for the first time. You should probably go back and watch the other episodes, but hi, anyways. Also,
1: our our first, like, actual Patreon episode is on, so super fun. You can listen to it for as low <laughs> as $3. I'm still laughing about it.
0: I, it, I love it. <laughs> it truly makes me, like, wheeze forever. I told you that I, like, actually convinced Dylan that I, like, Fully believe it. Yeah. And I think he's behind, so he won't even hear this for a little while. But I like just kept being like, You don't you don't think that I actually believe? And he's like, Well, you brought it <laughs> up before, but I thought you were <laughs> kidding. And I'm like, No, Dylan, Paul McCartney is dead. Yeah. And he's just like Okay, Erin, I'm not sure if I believe you still. <laughs> and I just kept me like, no, I'm just kidding. But really. But, <laughs> I mean, if you look at the evidence, it's hard to argue. Yeah. So... <laughs> Except I was, like, really excited that we did that. It was really fun. It was really fun, and I'm very excited to keep doing them. We have a couple of really exciting ones coming up, but this week is going to be Chupacabra, right? Yes, it is. I'm very excited.
1: So we had our first conspiracy theory, and next is our first cryptid.
0: Hell yeah. So,
1: yeah, you'll just have to join us over on Patreon.
0: Maybe we should celebrate with getting... um, Tattoos of that drawing, the the boobed Yeti. I don't think we should. I'm gonna. Why can't we get like our logo? Why do we have to get a Yeti with titties? I mean, a Bigfoot with titties. (laughs) I think you answered your own question there. Yeti (sighs) with fucking titties. I'm here for it. That. Aaron, I have to get a job. How am I gonna get a job with. I need a job too. How are we gonna get jobs? We're gonna get the Yeti titty on our
1: titties. (laughs) I know I said that before, but I I don't think I want. Oh, no, you're too
0: good for <laughs> it, huh? Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, I'm backpedaling big time. Oh, well, all right, that's <laughs> fine. I'll just do it myself. No, <laughs> I'm gonna put it on my butt, though. Or no, i do butt. It. Yeah, yeah, just let's a do teeny, butt. Like picture, like one inch little Yeti with boobies. Yeah, but the boobies are humongous. They take up like half of the Yeti. <laughs> oh, boy.
1: What an image.
0: Yes. So I'm glad we're doing it. this. Can't wait. All right, let's go. Let's get it. All right, so we open up Little Green Men with Mulder saying, we wanted to believe. He and has a
1: very dramatic monologue about space. Very dramatic.
0: Um, <laughs> basically, Mulder is just explaining how the Voyager 1 and 2 went into space and like basically just tells us all about NASA's Voyager program and then goes in to explain the high-resolution microwave survey, which I was like, that has to be fake, right? No, it's real. Um, but it was basically a... Not a survey. (laughs) We started off so good. It was a project that they researched all of these different frequencies trying to basically come in contact with aliens, Um, but it was defunded only a year after it started. It started in 92, and then it was defunded a year later. So basically, TLDR, Mulder's just talking about how he really wanted to believe that the X-Files would be different and that he would be able to have some solid proof of aliens. But now that, as we saw in the last episode of season one, the X-Files have been terminated, he's kind of questioning what his role is and what is going to keep him going, I guess. Yeah.
1: Also, we keep forgetting to mention that, basically, the X-Files are getting put together, like, in real life. True. So, before we forgot for another week, <laughs> <laughs> might as well mention it, you know, as the actual X-Files that matter are getting terminated and put put to death. True. Yeah. They just want to find aliens, you know?
0: Yeah, there's some... NASA's doing some crazy stuff right now. What else are they going to do? I mean... Probably nothing. I thought they had like no funding anymore. I mean uh, Save NASA and the post office. Yeah, for sure. I
1: Can we make X file stamps?
0: Yes. Okay. I don't know how to do that, but I Yeah don't either. We'll figure it out. I also really want koozies. I know I can't find anyone that I makes fucking them. love koozies. If you make koozies, let me know. And then we can drink the lost time beer even though you don't like beer like that but you i'll find an alien cider okay yeah sick hell yeah (laughs) bruh okay so anyways Mulder's being dramatic but he's hurt he's hurting he's being like sentimental um A little bit. (laughs) A little bit, but at the same time, he is kind of just being like, what am I going to do now? I hate everything. I mean, he is a Libra, so what do we expect? So dramatic. Yeah. Um, (laughs) but it, I mean, that's pretty much what this whole episode is about. It's like, we've already had, um, an episode where, I mean, pretty much every episode, but like Scully's core beliefs being kind of changed. And I think that they needed to do one that showed Mulder's beliefs being yeah. questioned because up until now, we've always seen him just be like, Nope, I know this is real. I know what's out there. And like, he's never been like, I want to believe he's been more like, I do believe. Yeah. Um, and so this whole episode is very different for our little Mulder.
1: Yeah, we kind of close out the ep or like the intro, I guess, the opening scene with um an overlook of the project that got shut down yeah. in Puerto Rico. And all of the machines are covered in plastic. It's like fully abandoned, but the machines are going off because they made contact, baby, with aliens.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, so All of a sudden, we kind of see that there's just like paper coming out of nowhere, and this machine's turned on. And at this point, what? So, this was like 94, I believe. Um, yes. So, the project had like officially been canceled for like basically a year.
1: Yeah. Oh my god, this. Oh my god. This aired, like, a little bit after my birthday.
0: I know. For a second, I, like, thought that, I don't know, someone's birthday is September 16th. But for a second, I was like, this is so so close to Julia's birthday. And I was like, no, it's not. I mean, it's close, but. It's in Virgo season. That's all that (laughs) matters. (laughs) Uh, Welcome. Thank God Leo season's over. Thank you. Jesus. Just kidding, guys. It's fine. I have no room to talk. I'm a fucking Gemini. So, we have to talk about the most the utmost
1: important supporting role in Mulder's life that we get introduced in this scene or in this episode.
0: Um, I'm sorry, what?
1: Mulder's sunflower seeds addiction.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> Basically, not that anyone would expect Mulder to be doing well right now, but he is not doing well at all. He basically was assigned to like monitor a wiretap, but at first, doesn't it just seem like he's watching porn? Yeah, I mean, (laughs) they're like, that would be very fitting for Mulder. Exactly. So I was like, oh my God, he needs help. Wait.
1: Do you think he just like watches porn like casually and then eats sunflower seeds while he's doing it? Yes. Like, like he would for the news or something? I think so, yeah. <laughs> That's it. I mean, and then like the news is his guilty pleasure.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Yeah, he. <laughs> is sitting, there's, like, a pile of sunflower seeds just under his desk, which, as we get into more, just not good. It's just nasty.
1: He's spitting them out. He's not even spitting them out into, like, a container or a bottle. Like nope, they're just on the ground. A lot of people that I went to high school with had, like, spit bottles. It was fucking nasty. Well, Fuck, were they what was that sh- shit called? Um... Chewing tobacco, oh, yeah, and Chew. they would just spit in a plastic bottle. And I remember,
0: yeah, one I mean, time someone
1: left their bottle in my friend's backpack, and it like the uh, lid wasn't on all the way, and it like spilled <sighs> in her backpack. It was fucking disgusting. Oh no! So, needless to say, I don't like when things get spit out
0: like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, sunflower seeds are much less disgusting. Yeah, but it's There's still like the action of like chewing something. Nothing in and then... more disgusting smelling than a spit yeah Ow. Yeah. <sighs> uh-huh. Okay, I'm like anxious <laughs> just thinking about this Ew. Ugh. Um. So Mulder's not doing well, <laughs> and meanwhile, Scully is back to teaching at the FBI Academy, and you know, poor she's, Scully. She's doing all right.
1: Kind you would of. think she is, yeah, but she kind of. She's like showing her students how, basically how to like report an autopsy. Yeah. But then she kind of goes into um, this very deep, uh, yeah, deep way of interpreting like a human body and like how all their thoughts and adventures get kind of thrown into this one.
0: Yeah. Person. I mean, especially for <laughs> Scully, it sounds like she's definitely having a little bit of a existential crisis. So, she You is mean, she sounded looking... a little spooky. Yeah. <laughs> she's looking Stupid. at the at the body and she was like his dreams, who he loved, saw, heard, remembered, what he feared. Somehow it's all locked inside this small mass of tissue and fluid. Which I don't like that Is not, I mean, I don't know. I didn't expect it from Scully. I didn't either. "Hmm." It seems wrong. I feel like that's not normally how she, she's not usually so introspective and like doesn't usually bring feelings and emotions into science, especially when she's doing things like an autopsy. So, um... Well, I think think it's it's a really good thing to teach your students to respect that, like, a cadaver is a life and should be remembered as such. Very unlike uh, Scully. So, I don't know. Spotted. Bag of treats. (laughs) (laughs) He is moving so slow. We can still see you moving, Porter. (laughs) He does not think that we can see him if he just moves really slow.
1: Anyways, I think it's safe to say that um, both Mulder and Scully are a little shaken by Deep Throat's death. Just like a tad. Because Mulder, I feel like they have almost like switched places a little bit.
0: The student being like, you sound a little spooky to Scully. I'm like... I wrote down in my notes. I'm like, that's Mrs. Spooky to you. <laughs> we it. get so much
1: love in this episode. I know. I was truly so squealing. Funny. Oh my god, it was so cute. But that line was so fucking lame. I'm sorry. I love it. Like, has have you ever said anything and then someone goes, "Ooh, that seems a little spooky." No.
0: Yeah. Have but, you ever
1: said that to anybody?
0: Uh, maybe. No, I haven't. <laughs> but I mean, you know, they were trying to do a nod at Mulder because maybe Mulder has impacted her more than she thought. Yeah. And I guess. she can't be away from him because
1: <sighs> they're in love. Yeah, they're like, we get a hallway scene, and Scully is trying to get in contact with Mulder and they're like legitimately feet away and Scully's like Agent Mulder and he blatantly ignored her.
0: My feelings were hurt. Just thought of like high school hallway and so I was like, oh my God, he's being such a jerk. He is ignoring her.
1: He is. (sighs) But also they have a secret code, which like very cute. I love them.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So then after that, they meet up at the Watergate Hotel, which is obviously not a coincidence. Yeah, that's on purpose. We have so many different nods to deep throat in this episode, and it's kind of nice keep keep his memory alive.
1: Oh, we also have to mention um, Mulder's facial hair situation.
0: I kind of like it. I know it's you do. It's a little scruffy. He looks cute. Julia hates it. (laughs) It either needs to be, like,
1: a little longer or his hair needs to be cut a little bit.
0: Okay. I can see that. Like, there's
1: an imbalance somewhere and I can't figure it out. Hmm. But there's something that I'm not fully on board with it yet.
0: That's fair. Yeah. I think... If it was a little bit shaggier and, like, longer, it would look better. Yeah. But he's just growing it out. He's only in the first week of his existential crisis, okay? (laughs) He will get better at it. Okay. Listen. Fair. It's like all of us in quarantine.
1: I turned my head and then I came back and Porter appeared on the bed.
0: Yes. (laughs) Okay. Hold on, bud. No more. He is addicted to these treats. No, no. I'm sorry. I think that you're trying to be friendly, but I am afraid of you. <laughs> I can't do it, Porter. We, okay. We Gucci. So Scully and Mulder have a little secret rendezvous. Yeah. In the parking garage.
1: hmm It's pretty romantic. Except Mulder's so paranoid. Yes. It it if I was Scully that would ruin every ounce. <laughs> A feeling that I
0: had. Oh. I mean. Like, I I get it. Yeah. Well, like, to be fair, he is paranoid about being fucking killed because he is afraid that the people that killed Deep Throat are still watching him. Yeah. Which I think is a pretty good, um, kind of. It's warranted. Yeah. Like. He probably isn't wrong. Yeah. Um, but he is going a little nuts about it. Um, but Scully's keeping up. Yeah. She's like, I, like,
1: double-backed my tracks. No one's following me. I triple-dog-checked. I don't know
0: what that means. but Yeah. <laughs> but Scully does say, basically, Mulder's like, why are you meeting me here, then, if you... Don't believe that I'm, like... Like, why meet me at night in this parking garage if you don't think that there's any reason that we shouldn't just be able to talk?
1: You know and why?
0: She's she worried about him. him. Oh. She loves him. She does. And she's worried about him. And she's like, you need to stop with the sunflower seeds, dude. It's not healthy. Wash porn like a regular person, please. Seriously. <laughs> um, But... Yeah, Mulder is just having a really hard time. I think he doesn't know what to do without Deep Throat, and he's doubting a lot of his research because he's like, "I'm so. I thought I was so close, but I have nothing to go on anymore." Yeah, you know. Um, he also told Scully
1: that he watched Deep Throat's funeral through binoculars from a thousand feet away, <laughs> which is so sad.
0: And, yeah,
1: But also, concerning. like, I get it.
0: Yep. Um, what did he? Yeah, I think that Mulder is probably feeling a little bit of guilt, too. I mean, I think it would be hard not to.
1: Because yeah, but like, like he... nothing that happened was Mulder's fault.
0: Yeah, but you don't have to have something actually be your fault to feel guilty about no, it. Oh, I know. You know, I think that, like. Mulder probably does feel kind of responsible for what happened because Deep Throat died helping him and trying to get him the truth. So it's like kind of hard. But Deep Throat
1: knew he was going to get killed for doing this. Yeah. So I get it from all sides. But yeah, Um, yeah, this is definitely like Mulder questioning everything because he starts talking about. How, um, if the little green men are basically all in his head.
0: Yeah, he talks about, um... He's comparing them to elves. Right. So,
1: what was, um... I wish I wrote down, like, the direct
0: metaphor. So, George E. Hales, imaginary elves, are what he's talking about, um...
1: Oh, yeah, the elves told him to pull out or get money from the Rockefellers to build an observatory, right, or telescope.
0: Yeah, so basically he... The largest one like, in San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. We're getting somewhere. Yep. Um, <laughs> he basically had, like, visions of elves, and the elves would come and... <laughs> give him advice and he listened to it and that's how he was able to create the largest telescope in California or ever. I think ever,
1: but it just so happens to be in San Diego.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Um, So that means Santa lives in space. What? (laughs) What did you just say to me?
1: (laughs) If little green men are the elves, does Santa live in space? Yes. Okay.
0: That's true. Yep. That's candid. <laughs> um, canon, not candid. What the fuck candid is wrong? camera. I don't know where my brain is. We're on some bullshit tonight. <laughs> it feels really spooky in here with the green lights. I know. Um, also, we haven't had
1: anything to drink. You're drinking tea and I'm I drinking know. coffee. Who are we? <laughs>
0: We're just so excited. We're just so excited. so Um, under-caffeinated. I need so much caffeine. (laughs) This is going to be a long
1: episode. I hope you guys are ready.
0: So, Mulder is like, what if I'm fucking talking to little green men? And it's just as crazy. Which, I thought it was really sweet, because Scully was like, well, it doesn't matter if Hale was talking to elves or thought he was talking to elves he still accomplished what he needed to do. So, it yeah. doesn't matter if you're making up the little green men in your head. Yeah. It's like you are fucking crazy, but I love you.
1: Yeah, like legitimately at this point Mulder's like questioning if his sister was even abducted. Right. Which is basically what this whole
0: like what his whole mission is based off of. Yeah. I will say that um I We can get into it more at the end of this episode, but I really like what they're trying to do, but I think it's not super convincing. Like, at no point in this episode did I think, like, okay, Mulder actually, like, might not believe. Yeah. He, I feel like he was more just like, where do I go from here? Yeah. Not, like, questioning. Like, they wanted us to think that he was questioning things, but, like, I just didn't really buy it. It felt kind of rushed. Well, that's just not in Mulder's character anyways. Yeah, but, like... Further on in the series we do have episodes that like are that like show Mulder actually questioning things. Yeah. And that felt more believable to me than than this episode does. Yeah. But I do think it's still a strong episode cuz it shows that like Mulder's having a hard time moving forward now that he doesn't have deep throat to confide and to kind of steer his research. He doesn't have his dad anymore. He just lost
1: his dad. We, oh, my God. I love this part, though, because they're, like, ending their meeting. And Scully, like, squishes his little head. She, like, <laughs> gives him a little head rub and, like, Ugh, rustles so his little fuzzy hair. Ugh, they're so, so cute. cute. We get so much affection from them in this episode.
0: Yeah. Um, And then we also have the first flashback of... Samantha being abducted. Why does
1: Little Fox look just like David Duchovny?
0: I know, right? Like Very well was, cast. Yes. Crazy. Yeah. Um,
1: The effects in this scene, though.
0: I gotta say, <laughs> you know what? Sometimes I, like, watch episodes of X-Files and I'm like, how did I ever think this was scary? This episode had some parts where I was like... Oh, yeah. I, if I was... 12 years old, watching this by myself for the first time, I would be freaking out and unable to sleep at this point. Yeah. Um, But, so the weird thing is, and I'm having trouble remembering exactly what we knew before about Samantha's abduction, but it's different this time.
1: Yeah, I have stuff about that in the end. Okay. Unless you want to do it now.
0: I mean... I don't know. I, I felt like I was kind of going a little like... I'll do it in the end. Okay. Yeah. Um,
1: I will say it's not what we've been told.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If I'm right, and you don't tell me, tell me later. I but I thought that they were sleeping outside like we see in the pilot episode yeah. with that other kid. Yeah. I also thought that David... David. <laughs> yep. This- the X-Files is actually David Duchovny's life. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that explains Californication a lot. And Twin He's Peaks. just really fucked up. Yeah. Um, I thought that Mulder burned his hand. Just like in the pilot episode. Oh, I don't know like that far. Okay. Either way. So the version that we're getting right now is not what we have been told. Um, basically, they're both home. Mulder and Samantha um, are at home. Yeah, he's basically their parents babysitting her. Like a, yeah. Their parents are at like a, a dinner at like the neighbor's house yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, and I do really like... So, I was surprised um, this episode is not written by Chris Carter, but doesn't it feel like later. it? <laughs> I was, I'll talk about it later. It's so strange. Yeah. But so, like just basically they're watching TV, um, and it's just on in the background. They're not focusing on on it a lot, but um This was kind of cool. I really liked this. This was well done. So because
1: that's what this flashback opens with, too. Yeah. So again, Mulder and Scully are In the parking garage for for the Watergate hotel. Yeah. And then the flashback starts, and it's basically the news reporting on the whole Watergate scandal with Nixon.
0: Yeah. Which I
1: really liked.
0: I really liked it, and I I like it. Like I said, there's, you know, some calls to Deep Throat here, and this is obviously one of them. But more than that... So much of the X-Files is inspired by Chris Carter being younger and being... Basically, he says that, like, the Watergate scandal was the thing that was, like, I don't fucking trust my government. Like, he grew up, like, right after the Watergate scandal, and he basically grew up not trusting the government because of it. And, like, he, like, talks about in interviews and stuff, like, learning about that scandal and being, like... This is, like, something that changed Chris Carter's life. And, like, one of the reasons that X-Files is the way that it is. So then, I don't know. It felt like they were kind of playing Mulder as a Chris Carter. Yeah,
1: I mean, they do this quite a bit, at least in the first few seasons. Yeah. So far, at least. But I think we even mentioned this the last time, or when we were doing the pilot episode. But I think... People in our generation relate or not even relate, but like enjoy X-Files so much because we also had a moment like that with 9-11 being so early in our lives.
0: Mm. So yeah,
1: it's almost like that same level of like, what the fuck just happened? Like everything I've learned in school and have been taught as a little child being raised in a capitalist society is not right. Something is wrong in a So yeah, let's, fucking dismantle
0: the government (laughs) burn it down actually please (laughs) um yeah so they're watching tv samantha gets up and is like turn this shit off except she's like eight so she doesn't say that but she's like come on Mulder." like or will she call him fox yeah they're not on last name basis yet (laughs) whole leg is pins and needles and i don't know how to fix it right now.
1: You just gotta bite through it. Uh, Do not stomp your foot on the ground, though. You can break all the bones in your little heel. What? I'm pretty sure.
0: I don't know. Someone oh told me that God. once this and it really This is gonna scared be one me. of those things. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get a corrections <laughs> corner right away. Yeah. Before we even put out the episode. I People don't know. Gonna That's gonna be like, real. you're fucking wrong, Julia. What okay. the hell?
1: Someone told me that when I was really little and it scared the shit out of me. Okay, But no. also, I don't know. I would never slam anything that had pins and needles. But also I have like neuropathy issues, so I'm never going to do that anyways.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, putting pressure on it feels good, so I bet that stomping on it would feel good. However, um, I know that if I stomped my feet around, get up right now. Porter would 100% attack me.
1: That and Gremlin downstairs would start yelling at us, and I don't want to deal with that true
0: (laughs) okay so all of a sudden like the power goes out right and then we see a flash of red light and Mulder looks and sam is being like floated out the window yeah i'm not even gonna try to look this up right now i can't find anything (laughs) um and
1: it reminds me of a movie, but I can't put my finger on what movie it is. Because I want to say Signs, The Exorcist, but obviously that's not. not it.
0: I mean, the way that she's floating is very exorcisty. y Okay. Um, but that's not about abduction. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but I do think... So, this scene, like I said, it's strange because it's not what we know. Um previously about what happened to samantha but it's also wild it's this one like this is what i'm saying like that this scene would have would have definitely scared me yeah as a kid um and i do think that there is i mean i think we all know by now that like Mulder feels a lot of responsibility and guilt that he didn't do something else to help his sister. Um, And I think that, like, him reaching for, he goes to reach for the gun. I don't know (laughs) what he's going to point at, but... He also gets it in, like,
1: a smart way. Yeah. But it's, like, in a locked container, and he just, like, throws the container off whatever, like, tall cabinet it's on, and it breaks open. I'm like, that's not... A safe place to keep firearms. Yeah. But, yeah, like, what are you going to do? Shoot a shadow? Yeah. Okay.
0: I do think that, like, it was kind of a, a nice touch to keep that in there because I think it does show that he wishes that he had done something more. Yeah. To help save Samantha. And I feel like this episode, Mulder is feeling a lot of guilt in general. Um. It's manifesting in some strange ways. Yeah. But this just kind of reaffirms for us, the viewer, that like Mulder really has only ever cared about X Files or aliens because if he, I think if he doesn't believe that Samantha got abducted by aliens, then he has to unpack that something else maybe happened. Yeah. And that would be harder. Because, like, I feel like Mulder always, like, holds out hope that Samantha could come back at some point. Yeah. But if she was taken by, like, a person, that's probably not going to happen at this point. Right. So. I can't wait to, like, get into
1: that storyline. I know. It's, like, really hard to not jump ahead and talk about things. I know. Because it just helps. I don't know. (laughs) Yep. Um, Can we talk about how he got interrupted from this vision? Yes. By a strange man breaking into his apartment, basically. Right.
0: How fucking scary. And he, like, doesn't, he seems to know the guy, though, because he doesn't really Yeah, but we don't react. know that at first. I know. We've never seen this guy before. But someone comes and is like, "Molder, let's go.
1: Yeah, he, what does he say? He says, we're
0: going to the hill. Going to the hill. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? Capitol Hill. Capitol Hill. Right? Yeah. You're smart. (laughs) We go to Senator... Matheson. Matheson. Right? Yep. We go to Senator Matheson's house. I have a hard time saying that. Um, And this guy is kind of a weirdo, but he's cool.
1: At first, I was very concerned. Right? I was like, Mulder, what the fuck did you get yourself into?
0: Seriously, I know. But, nope. This guy is actually a UFO freak, too. Yeah. So, basically, he funded part of the X-Files, I guess? That's what I was thinking. It Um, seems like
1: his money was the reason that the X-Files existed yeah. because they're talking Molders like, I did what I could, but like they shut it down and I don't even think you could have done anything to stop it. Yeah. But they're doing this also while listening to Bach mm-hmm. play, um, which flash back <clears throat> to the opening scene. That was the music that was playing while all the machines were going off in the observatory. So that mm-hmm. was like, Kind of fun. But we learned that um, this particular Bach song was the one that was playing on the Voyager. So it would be the first piece of sound that any other life force would have heard coming from Earth. And they would have been like, oh, that sounds so nice. Let's go to Earth and like <laughs> listen to Bach all the time. Because, you know, that's definitely.
0: That's what we do. <laughs> yep. Here on Earth. <laughs> So peaceful. Yep, (laughs) beautiful. Um,
1: I love this part so much because he's like, "Let's listen to it again." I know, but they're not. They're having a fucking secret conversation, and then we're like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, pretty alien boy.
0: Um, basically, the senator though is talking about how the high-resolution microwave survey. We're here again. Um, how it got shut down, but that if Mulder goes to Puerto Rico where the survey was being done, that there's evidence and that he has like 24 hours before the um, Blue <laughs> Beret UFO retrieval team comes to get him and they have been told to kill. Yes. So. I love that name. It's a real thing. Not they're not used to retrieve UFOs, but it just it makes up. them sound like so French. Yes, and like <laughs> dainty and delicate. Yep. <laughs> they are not. No, not at all, which we see later. Um but yeah, so Mulder's got some guidance from someone. Um and he immediately is like Okay, let's go to fucking Puerto Rico. Um, You
1: know what he does? He takes a break.
0: He takes a break. Like we're about to do. Okay, time for a break. (laughs) Hi, we're back. So is Mulder. Just kidding. He's going away. (laughs) I'm not sure what's happening to Julia right now. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Okay. So... I don't know how important it is, but I wrote it down. Anyways, we panned to Cigarette Man and I wrote Skinner uh, in the office. and I think this is important. I feel like there's some significance there, yeah. but they find out that Mulder is missing. Um, but and, they
1: did this by secretly recording Scully
0: while yeah. Skinner interviewed her. True. Hmm. Yeah. And then Skinner's like, I believe that she doesn't know where Mulder is because she's concerned. She, she's really worried. Yeah. Um. But then Cigarette Smoking Man is out of cigarettes. He's he, out of his damn Morley's. He is not happy. Nope. Whew, he is mad. <laughs> I don't think he's ever run out of cigarettes in his life before. He usually gets I mean, cartons of them.
1: This is like... What is
0: he going to do? Hopefully die. Probably But, nope, not yet. Um, anyways, so that's just a quick little tidbit. And then... We get an outfit
1: moment from Mulder for once in our life.
0: He looks so hot.
1: We get Mulder in a Canadian tuxedo. And he just...
0: Looks fucking fine. I gotta say,
1: I think this is one moment where I'm like, "Whoo, Mulder can get it."
0: Because oh, I, I, always feel that way, but yeah,
1: Ugh. but I very rarely do. So you know, he looking good, but also I just love denim on denim.
0: Yeah, he looks, he looks really good. And I'm a little sweaty. He's a little sweaty. He's but, hanging off the back of, like, a like farm truck in fucking Puerto Rico, like, living his best life, honestly. <laughs> That's where I'm trying to be right now. But can't go anywhere, so. um, <laughs> So he goes, he breaks into the survey lab, um, and then while he's in there, Scully is at his apartment trying to figure out his password. Oh, my God. And... I don't know. Like it's just so funny. She's like, "Hmm, what would Mulder's password be? Spooky doesn't work. Nope, Samantha. That's a good guess. Good guess. You know what it is? It's trust no one with the letter (laughs) one. Which how did she know not to spell out the the? Can you leave me alone, school? Please, that's my
1: birthday. I don't want to go in a meeting. We're good. Sorry. Oh. (laughs)
0: Okay. Um, (laughs) How does she know to not spell out the word one? I don't know. Because good passwords have at least one number. Okay, that was not a good (laughs) password. That would have never passed today, honestly. No. They would have been like, that is not strong. I
1: mean, our password is very strong, but it still works. I like our
0: password, though. But we're not going to say it, because please don't hack us. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I feel like it's still... Stru- the, this password has no uppercase letters, nothing, no special characters. It would just... The computer would not let you. In today's day and age, I just... What are you thinking? Um, But she gets in, and basically she finds a list, right? With yeah. coordinates. Right. So she's like... Okay, this is going to help me. I know where Mulder is. Um, however, how is Mulder just walking around Puerto Rico without his glasses? Scully, Scully has, the glasses. has the glasses. How are they supposed to share glasses if they're in different fucking universes? They're doing it through the power of denim. But then two agents come um, into Mulder's apartment and they are pretty rude. Okay, I just have to say I don't like their tone. No. And I don't like the way they're talking to Scully.
1: Well, when she notices that someone's trying to get into the apartment, she very quickly prints off the coordinates and then shuts the computer off. Yep. And then, like, I guess stands up.
0: Yep. Yeah. But these... I don't like these men. They are rude. But they're like, why are you here? Mulder's apartment is under surveillance. Um, And she is like... Because when he's gone, I feed his fish. And thank God that Mulder has fish, because I don't know if Scully even really knew for sure that he did until that moment. What a smart lady lady to think that quickly on her feet. I know. I'm so awkward. If someone says hi to me and I haven't thought about it yet, I don't know what to say. Yeah. I would be like, I'm here because I want to be. Because I live here with Mulder. We're <laughs> That's... in love. This yeah. is my home. Yep. That's what I would say. Yeah. Um, but back to Mulder at the base, he finds Jorge. <laughs> Porter is like, excuse me, the treats are not open. I'm not sure why, but they are not open. See, I'm trying to help you because you don't have thumbs. Yeah, see, you're a butthead. All um, right. <laughs> anyway, so we meet Jorge. Um, this poor man.
1: He is so scared. He's like stuck in a bathroom, and he's just like,
0: he's legitimately frightened. He Yeah, he's terrified. Mulder has no idea what he's saying because he fucking went to Puerto Rico and does not speak Spanish well, at he all. He speaks a little bit. He speaks enough to be like, I don't know what you're saying. (laughs) He knows enough to be like, I have no fucking clue what you're talking (laughs) about right now. No habla espanol. Jorge's here. He's scared. He has seen an alien. Which he tells Mulder, and then draws one out for him. And it's pretty cute. Because you know why?
1: Drawing is the universal language. For all.
0: True. Everybody knows what alien men look like. (laughs) Um, and then the tape turns on while they're at the base, too, and says something along the lines of, like, greetings on behalf of the people of our planet or something like that. Yeah. Um, and Jorge is like, fuck that. I am done. Yeah. And he leaves, but it's storming outside. So he's like, shit, Jorge, what are you doing? So Mulder goes to look for his new friend in the storm, but... Jorge is dead. He got fucking petrified. Yeah, like, not even...
1: I mean, to us, it seems very
0: quick. But I think...
1: I think it's what... I think Mulder says it's about 30 minutes. And, like, he just... It looked like he was, like, paralyzed from fear. And that's how he died.
0: Yeah. It's really just when... Hermione gets petrified from Harry Potter, though. Yeah. Same shit. Yeah. So, we got some alien ghosts. And alien... Magic alien ghosts? Yes. Yes. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, At this point, we go back to Scully? Yep. She yeah. is at the airport, because she's like, I gotta go get my mans. Well, if, oh, we skipped over some Scully stuff. Okay. Because...
1: When the men enter the apartment, they find the paper that right. Scully printed out. But
0: they think it's luckily nothing. they're
1: dumb and they don't know anything about technology. Huh? And they're like, "Oh, this just looks like one of those things that like the computer's just doing diagnostics and like prints out paper." So they yep. crumple it up, throw it away. <laughs> Scully does this like not very sneaky exchange of like getting it out of the trash. But then brings it to a man that knows how to read computer things. I don't know. He takes, it, She takes it to like a smart man that can explain, basically. Yep. And then from there, she starts looking at a flight log. Yep. Because the man was like, oh, there are all these observatories that these types of coordinates would be out of and I think listed them all. So she's looking at all the flight logs to all of those locations and then somehow just notices Mulder's fake name.
0: Well, so Mulder uses, um, Hale, right? He uses George E. Hale's name. Okay. Which- okay. I was looking at a different name, which is I think Charles Grant. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I could be completely wrong about that, but I, I am pretty sure that he used some name that like Scully would know, but other people wouldn't. Um, yeah, like someone that was involved in the Voyager and the high resolution microwave survey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now Scully goes to the airport. Yes. Also, I wish that Scully had gone to one of the guys from uh, The Lone Gunman. Me too. But I'm wondering if she
1: doesn't remember or, like, know exactly where their offices are or, like, how to get in contact with them. Fair. At least at, like, this point in time because we've only seen them once.
0: Yeah. But, like, I think it would be... It would have been a cool thing to tie in. Yeah, I agree, especially because she fucking hates them so much, and <laughs> it would be kind of funny to have her have to ask for help from them.
1: But. I mean, I think that we get that later on in the season, at least.
0: Yeah. Um, but she, so Scully's at the airport. She's gonna go get her man's. <laughs> she is being followed by the worst spies ever. They are seriously really bad at this. Um. Well, at first, we don't even, like, see them
1: because she's looking behind her through her compact mirror. So smart. And I think she's looking at, like, someone that appears it would be obvious that they were following her. I don't know if that makes yeah. any, any
0: damn sense. But then she gets up and goes to the payphone? Um, or she well, she gets up and she realizes that these people are just being super fucking sketchy. And yeah, she's like, hmm, I don't trust this. And then yeah, she goes to the payphone because she's like, these are definitely the people that are following me.
1: It's um a couple in like tropical wear. <laughs> it's so funny, <laughs> uh, but I mean, they're not. I think they think they're smart, but she evades them anyway.
0: Yeah, so. She ends up calling Mulder's apartment phone and like giving the times and flight number for a flight that she is not going to be on. Yeah. And one of them leaves in the next like five minutes or something like that. So then those people get the word from their bosses to go on that flight. Yeah. And then when they look, Scully is gone. She is so fucking smart. She booked a fucking different flight. Amazing. She's just going straight to Puerto Rico. She should be in the CIA instead of the FBI. I agree, but here we are. <laughs> um, Flashback to Puerto Rico. <laughs> I feel like at this point in the episode, I'm always like, okay, so 30-second re- like recap of what happened. We'll just... Rush through to the end. But. There was is, there
1: is a part that Mulder said before Jorge ran away. And I think they're like looking at the computers. And he goes, no ho on the roho. Uh, and I don't know why, but that really got me. Oh, no. Because Jorge's just like trying to touch things. Or I guess like communicate. Yeah. Through like. Touching things or pointing things out. Yeah. I don't know why it like really tickled me.
0: I can't. <laughs> um So Mulder's back in Puerto Rico. He's recording everything that's happening on his tape recorder, but it's really cute because he's actually like addressing Scully specifically. Yeah. He's like, Scully, it's as if he was frightened to death talking about Jorge. He's like doing
1: field notes that you would do on an autopsy, but obviously he's not going to cut open this body. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, I need to record all the evidence that I can find right now because that's what Scully would do. And she's not here. So I got to do it for nice.
0: us. <laughs> Love her. Um, but as he's investigating, the room begins to shake and the lights go off and then red lights start flashing.
1: Can we talk about how he had to drag Jorge's body back?
0: Yep, I know. I didn't want to think about that. I don't like that. But it. yeah, so he <laughs> is in the he's in the space with his buddy Jorge, the corpse. Great. So there's that. And now he's in the lab with no lights, with a corpse. And yeah. I was like, I would freak the fuck out. This is scary. This one is really scary. The building's fucking shaking. Yep. The weather is wild outside. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the printer starts going and just spitting out paper. And And there's audio. Yep. The tapes start going too.
1: But it's like distorting what he just recorded on the tape recorder. Yeah. Like this man is tripping on something. Mm Mm-hmm. He got bit by
0: a mosquito. Probably. Yeah. And then a distorted voice says, trust no one. And then the storm stops and everything is fine. Except Jorge's still dead. Um, yeah, One of my notes was literally like, that was actually pretty fucking good. Like, this was a good scene. Yeah. It was scary. The editing was not terrible. The, the effects were not terrible. Yeah. They actually did a good job. Good job, X-Files. I'm proud of you. What did he say? He, in the
1: tape recorder, he said, before he could only trust him. He's like, before I could only trust myself. Now I can only trust you. But
0: they took you away from me. Ah, my heart. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow. That's beautiful. Ah. And here comes Scully to save the day. Well, Mulder, like, passed out.
1: Yeah. Because he's having this vision, basically, of the same aliens that came to take Samantha away, appearing Mm -hmm. in the doorway of the observatory. And he grabs his gun, and he's trying to shoot the alien, but it's just, like, not working, even though his gun's loaded. He's shooting, just, like, nothing's not Nothing's coming out, so we kind of just like passes out.
0: Yeah, but yeah, Scully wakes him up because she found him. Yep, mm, and she's like, "Do you know where you are? What's going on?" And then he, he's like, "Hi, Scully. This is my friend Jorge. He's dead." <laughs> um,
1: I but, wanted them to kiss so badly in this scene. I like, know. I know we don't get it for a while, but every time I'm just like, like Sleeping Beauty him awake or something.
0: So close. Ugh. Dumb. However, they don't have much time to kiss. I no. think they were going to, but then the <laughs> blue beret team comes, so they don't have any time to kiss right now. They yeah. have to get to work. Um, and it's sad. Mulder wants to take Jorge, but they can't. How are they going to get him on the plane? No one. No, they're going they to have just take a body. Breakfast at uh, weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> breakfast, breakfast, breakfast at, at Tiffany's. Tiffany's. Nope. Weekend at Bernie's. Different thing. That's a different movie. Someone please draw
1: both of those combined. Breakfast at Bernie's. It has to have been done. Oh, I'm sure. Hold. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) Mulder settles for taking the recording that was the distorted voice. Yep. Out at the machine. And they fucking book it.
0: And not being fast shot. enough. I mean, they do pretty At good. First, yeah. Mulder is driving like a madman. He
1: is doing amazing. They are legitimately driving through the jungle. Yeah. In this vehicle that would not be able to handle this much abuse.
0: I don't know. It's I think not it, a Jeep. I think it's pretty good. They're, like, driving through thick
1: <laughs> bushels of branches. That's true. And their back window just got shot out by a UFO retrieval team. And they're, like, trying to book it to the end of the hill so they can stop them. But
0: <laughs> they're too slow. Too slow. <laughs> um, and we're back in Washington. With Skinner. With Skinner and Cigarette Man. Daddy Skinner back, Baby. I love
1: him so much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so Mulder is obviously being yelled at by Skinner and cigarette man, and we get cigarette man talks again. I forget what he says. Um, oh my god, what he, he says like, like, you're like you're
1: out or something or like you're like, you're done here yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, basically firing him. But yeah, we get this scene. Where, like, Skinner's being a fucking jerk to Mulder. Yeah. But Mulder, like, sticks it to him and is like, I had enough evidence on whatever, like, electronic surveillance case he was on. He's like, I had enough evidence in three days, but you left me there and you ignored me. Like, you just didn't fucking care about me. And now I'm getting yelled at because I was gone, which, yes, is wrong. But I did my job, so... I'll take whatever mm, reprimand. Yep, reprimanding that I'll get, but like, I did my fucking job. I don't wanna do this anymore. And then that's when Cigarette Smoking Man is like, mm mm, you, you, you gotta leave. And then Skinner, it appears that Skinner's like so fucking mad at Mulder. He's like, you gotta leave. Like, you gotta get out of my office right now. But he's talking to He swears, to I think. Yeah. He says to get the fuck out. Yeah. Which, like... Or the hell, since it's mm, Fox in the in the 90s. I don't know if they can say fuck.
0: Okay, you're right. But I'm just gonna... I Yeah, he said get the fuck out. He said get the fuck out, you little bitch. But it's not to Mulder. It's not to Mulder. It's the cigarette smoking man. Amazing. My jaw dropped. Like, I was surprised. The... I, this is why I love Skinner Man. The fucking backbone, dude. I love him. Cigarette smoking man is so scary. He doesn't ever talk. He just smokes cigarettes. It's so scary. He even just started smoking a new one. Just, I mean, and he then just left put that it, out on just, Skinner's face. He just
1: left it in the ashtray that he brought with him to Skinner's <laughs> office because
0: no one else smokes in here except for him. So crazy. Um... But yeah, and then Skinner looks at Mulder and he's like, it's okay, bud. Good. Go back to
1: your surveillance job, please. He's
0: like, I love you. We'll it's figure okay. this out. <laughs> I'm not mad, just disappointed. But It's so nice. Thank you, Skinner.
1: <laughs> um, we jump to Mulder and Scully reviewing the tape reel. But yeah. No, well, I think Mulder's just reviewing it. It's totally fucking blank.
0: Well, so yeah, I think it was damaged in the storm. Yeah. Um, So it's not working. And we have another sweet line from him. I know. At first, Mulder's really upset. But, and he is upset, but like, he basically is like, you know what, though? It's going to be okay. I don't have the tape. He goes, I still have you, Scully. He
1: goes, I still have my work and I still have you. And I still have myself. And then... They hold hands while they're listening to lap dances. It's beautiful. How fitting. <sighs> ah. And then the
0: episode ends. Boom. Ah. Let's fucking go. What do you have? I have a lot. Okay. Um, so I have a couple fun facts. I... Uh, so Senator... Matheson was actually named after the writer for a lot of Twilight Zone episodes, Richard Matheson. Oh. Um, and they originally wanted to... Um, they originally wanted Richard Matheson to play that character, um, but he never returned their calls. Oh, no. And <laughs> actually later in the series... They wanted him to play Mulder's father, but he still never returned their calls. So, Dang. but yeah, originally they they had wanted him to play Mulder's father. Wow. Mr. Mulder. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very wrong. Um Papa Mulder. What do you got?
1: Um Okay, you have a choice. Do you want fun facts or do you want goofs first?
0: Um I want you to tell me about what is different about Samantha's abduction. That's what I want.
1: Okay. So I will start. This is kind of like a two-parter, I think, for this one. So originally in the first script, Mulder was supposed to go to Moscow because that's the script that Chris Carter wrote. But he decided to let Glenn Morgan and James Wong write it kind of to like show them that he had confidence in them like okay let's start off strong you guys write the pilot or the um wow the premiere for the second season so like okay fuck yeah so they decided that they were gonna write it and they based it on a film script that morgan was working on called little green men about a man going to a telescope in chile so that's the first part Okay. So in the scene where Samantha is abducted, it differs from it differs from Mulder's recolle- recollection of the incident from a 1989 hypnotic regression tape that Scully listens to in the season 1 episode Conduit as well as Mulder's recollection in Pilot. Cuz Mulder was supposedly paralyzed in bed while his sister was abducted, but this episode shows him playing a board game before the incident. And this was because Morgan and Wong writing this episode... Nope. Wow. English is hard. Morgan and Wong wrote the episode without first have seen Conduit. Uh,
0: so, good job, guys. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, to add to that, I do... Um. So... People say that even though there is, um, some differences, Chris Carter has explained it away by saying that Mulder is not a reliable source because he was hypnotized. So there are inconsistencies. That's very fair. Um, which sounds like somebody made a mistake and he was just like, don't fucking question me. I
1: I think that's
0: (laughs) probably what happened. Oh God. (laughs) Um, oh, um, the flight list. Did you have this? Yeah, I think so. The flight Depending list on what you're that <laughs> Mulder uses mm-hmm. is actually a list of X-File fans. Yay! It's so fun. Yay! Yeah, I had that. That was fun. Um, do you have anything else? Yeah. Um,
1: I'll go through the fun facts and then go back to the, the goofs. Um, so near the start of the, this episode, Mulder is listening to a conversation in which a stripper named Tuesday is mentioned. And then in Millennium's pilot episode, Millennium is like a show that I guess we'll eventually have to watch. I've never seen it, but it's a show that kind of works in tandem with X-Files. I don't remember exactly how, but they coincide with each other. Um, So in Millennium's pilot episode, a stripper named Tuesday is seen dancing and is later interviewed by Frank Black in regard to another dancer's murder. Ooh,
0: that's yeah. pretty fun.
1: Yeah. Um, A
0: bunch of little Easter eggs.
1: In the pilot episode of The X-File, Mulder states, the only reason I've been allowed to continue with my work is because I've made connections in Congress. And in this episode, Senator Matheson represents an example of those
0: contacts. Huh.
1: Porter wants to come back in.
0: Porter would, he says, please, (laughs) please, I'll be nice. Please give me more
1: treats. All right. I'll finish this up then. Okay, so the goofs. During the 1973 flashback, young Fox Mulder is wearing a Bernard King number 30 Nets jersey. However, King wasn't drafted until 1977. (laughs) Oh, that's so fun. And then the next one, which I kind of like more. Um, although most of Little Green Men takes place in Puerto Rico, the episode includes tropical Canadian vegetation of its filming location. I
0: did see that one. That's funny.
1: As Mulder is running after Jorge, birch trees can be seen in the background, and as Mulder and Scully drive away in the end, tall conifers border the dirt road all around. Oops. Yeah. Canada and Puerto Rico are definitely
0: not similar. <laughs> no, not really. There's some differences there. Yeah, just a little bit. All right. That's all I have. So, um <gasps> later this week, we will be debuting um our second Chupacabra. Yep. But in the meantime, if you'd like to subscribe to our Patreon, we have our UFO after party being Not sure what I was going to say there. (laughs) Anyways, there's an episode up. It's fucking fun. Let's talk about conspiracy theories. Let's talk about cryptids. It's available for as little as $3 a month if you just want to listen to the special episodes that we've been making for you guys. Um, And as always, if you could like and rate and review us on anywhere that you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple... Please, Apple. (laughs) fucking all of them. Next episode,
1: I'm excited to tell you, we are having our second guest.
0: Oh, my God, I forgot.
1: (laughs) I'm excited all over again. (laughs) My dear friend, Patrick, who is also from live from the Beach Bungalow. And he is going to be featured on our episode for next week, which is the host... And it's also my birth... It comes out on my birthday. Yay! So I'm very excited. And he's also going to be our first guest who has never watched The X-Files.
0: I'm so excited. I am
1: very excited. I think this is going to be very fun. Hmm. What an episode to show someone.
0: Oh my god. I just really want to see his face while he watches it. I know. I know. We'll have to do... We could do like the Hulu party again. Um yeah, for those of
1: you that don't know what the host is, um enter Fluke Man.
0: <laughs>
1: which is truly my favorite monster we have. And that's so all the description you're gonna get. Please tune in next week. Stay safe. Stay spooky. Bye, we Bye. love you.